Welcome to Working Mama Podcast. Welcome to the Working Mama Podcast. My name is Bethany, and on this show, we will talk about all things mommy, from the hilarious to the disgusting to the sometimes anxiety-ridden adventures of motherhood. We'll talk about life and how to balance it all, how to reclaim your identity after becoming a parent. I'll talk about what works for me and, at the very least, help you feel a little less alone and a little bit more like we're all in a dumpster fire trying to figure this out together. Let's do this. Welcome back. Today is episode three of the Working Mama podcast. First, I want to give you all my updates and gratitudes. So for starters, the bug that started in our house traveled from Chris to me big time, missed some work. Now our youngest has been fighting a really nasty fever for now going on four days. Um, So I missed work again Friday. And he's super prone to ear infections, and his ears were, like, bright red. But apparently, it was just from his fever. He went to the doctors, and they were fine. Um, So we think it's just what Chris and I had. Um, Today, or, well, the day I'm recording this, it's Sunday, is the first day of spring, and I'm a big fan of that. And lastly, for the update. We are within the final 50 days of the school year, school days, and our first round of state testing starts the day this episode airs, Tuesday. So send out the good vibes for our kids today if you can, and they will be continuing that tomorrow. So today and tomorrow, they're doing the reading state test. For my gratitudes, I am grateful for a lazy weekend and lots of movie movies with my hubby. Um, the people at school who fill in for me when I have to be home with a sick baby, I feel like teaching is an interesting field to be in because you can't just not be there. Someone like your spot needs to be functioning whether you're there or not. So if you're not there, someone has to do that job for you. Um, And if you're not part of the education field, subs are basically non-existent right now. If you know anyone who is looking for a job, please, please, please try to talk them into subbing because we do not have subs at all. It's like so hard to find someone to cover your room. So most of the time people get pulled from within the building, which isn't ideal but they do it with a smile on their face because they're awesome. So I'm really grateful for the people who do that. Um, And lastly, I'm grateful for the sunshine today. It is so beautiful out today. And last week was so nice. Sunday, or not Sunday, (laughs) today's Sunday. Thursday, it got up to 75 degrees. 
I'm so excited for summer. Um, okay. So I also want to share some feedback that was given after last week's label culture episode. Um, first, one of my good friends said that she's not a mom yet. She wants to be one soon. But she said as she started listening, she was like, oh, I'm for sure a silky mom. I'm for sure going to be a silky mom. And then she was like, I kept listening. And I was like, oh, wait, we're not supposed to put labels on ourselves. But I do want to say that wasn't really my point from that episode. I feel bad if that's what it came across as like you shouldn't be doing that because I do feel like it's such a natural thing that just happens. Um, And I do feel like there are good things about about that. Like it can push you to fill even bigger shoes for yourself, which is always a good thing. But also, like I was talking about before, just be mindful of the limiting power that can have on you as well. Um, Let's see. What else was I going to say? Yeah, we all do it. It's just kind of a quirky thing when you stop to process it. It's kind of funny. Um, I also had one of my best friends share what the biggest label is that she puts on herself. She said she smushes herself into the boy mom label, which is 100% accurate. Like there's no doubt about it. When you have two boys, you're a boy mom. Um, She did say though, she thinks she uses that label too much, which how much is too much, you know? And I don't really know why she said that. I'm not sure. Must be some reason she thinks that, but do it up, girl. That's your whole life and you're killing it. So I just want to say a lot of my topics are just presenting a topic or something to think about, telling you what my thoughts are on the topic, um, rather than telling you something's right or wrong. Just saying out loud what my wheels in my head are turning. So yeah, thank you to those of you who shared what your self-imposed labels are. Um, I think we are all probably a lot of them at any given time. Like in one day, I could probably be 20 different things, just depending on the moment. So, yeah. On to the hot topic for today. Holiday pressures for moms. And I say hot topic because, guys, I don't know. I got to be real honest, okay? and. I don't know. I don't want to, I don't like saying this, but when I started this, I have to admit it, I was getting irritated. And so I had to stop for a while and do a bit of soul searching to figure out what was making me all feisty about this topic, which um, I'm sorry if you're like in my, my life, like close to me. I've been feisty all week. Your girl has been feisty. So I'm sorry. Um, but I will say I'm no longer. I'm no longer irritated. I'm no longer feisty. But I had to think it through. If you feel an immediate ping toward a topic, it's worth sifting through your thoughts and try to pinpoint what it is that's hitting a nerve. So just let me give you a little backstory first to get you on the same page. St. Patty's Day was Thursday. And I saw a post from another mom who, by the way, is like a super mom anyways. And this mom who does so much, like she is 
a hands-on amazing mom. You can tell she is doing so many things with her kids. She's just, you can tell she's a great mom. And she was so irritated by St. Patrick's Day being made such a big deal by moms. Her child came home upset because they didn't celebrate it the same way other moms had celebrated it that morning with like the leprechaun and all that. And as a mom, you know that when your baby feels that way, your claws come out. I don't care who you are, your claws come out. So I do not in any way, shape, or form think that I would have responded any differently. Um, But it did make me think, like, oh, shit. I did do those things this morning. And I was like, wait, am I? Am I the bad guy? Like, should I not have done that? Are we really taking this too far? So I did have a moment of like, shoot, I don't know. I don't like questioning, you know. Um, But this also happened like Valentine's Day. A different mom that I'm friends with on social who I actually grew up with her posted something very similar about Valentine's Day. And she even said, this was before Valentine's Day. This was like before her kids even had a chance to feel left out. She knew because they. this probably happened to her last year, the year before. She's like, you guys, we're doing too much. Like, And I don't want to, but I will go get my kids stuff for Valentine's Day because my babies will not be left out. And that, it hurts my soul almost. Like, As moms, we all have pressure on us every single day like from a million different angles. So seeing moms feel that they have to do things like this, it's it's sad. Like it makes me feel bad. Um, But I know that if there are two people who don't even know each other posting such similar things just in my small bubble of a world, this has to be something moms are feeling all over. Um, but I feel like, I think truly the reason I felt like, guys, this isn't a thing, you know, like at first I was like, are we, I don't know. I just, I felt that nerve being hit and I think it's because I do those things. You know what I mean? Like on St. Patrick's day, I felt bad because I did do those things for my kids. And so I got that immediate defense mechanism being like, you know, I enjoy doing those things for my kids. I don't want to feel bad about it, you know, because other people don't enjoy doing it. But really, it was never about me. It was never about me. So I'm getting defensive over something that isn't about me. It's about a mom who already feels like, She does so many other things and her plate's already full. And this is just one more thing. But then there is, on the other hand, moms, which this is the category that I fall into, who, I don't know, personally, I can only speak for myself, but I get into a rut of monotony very easily. It takes very little for me to feel that, like, 
day to day, every day looks like the next day. Like I get very much like that. And I get like that, especially in the like winter, spring months. So it just so happens Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Easter, all of those fall into the season of my life where I feel like blah. You know what I mean? Those are the seasons of my life where I feel the most monotonous. So for me, holidays are a time that are super exciting. I love thinking of stuff to do with my kids. Um, I love trying to come up with traditions that I could do with them every single year. And so that kind of did a like a full 180 spin on me when I went from super excited in my own world. Like I am not thinking about anyone else. Um, I'm just thinking about the excitement that I get out of it and the excitement my kids get out of it when that day comes. Um, but honestly, I feel bad for thinking the way I did originally because if doing those things felt forced or added more pressure or stress to me, guess what? I would feel the exact same way. Not everyone wants to make everything a big deal. I do, but not everybody does, and that's okay. So, I don't know. When I looked into this further, I was like, okay, are there other people? Of course, I found a lot. Um, but one of the articles said something along the lines of, it's too much. Don't we have enough pressure on us already? Um, so let's just pause and talk about that. We as moms already do have a lot of pressure on us. So if this is something that adds to that pressure, don't do it. Or do something that is less pressure. You know what I mean? Do something easy. It doesn't have to have a whole lot of thought put into it. Buy a green food. Like, you know what I mean? Do something so simple that it's hardly extra work at all. And I promise you, kids will be just as excited. You don't need to go over the top. They only know what they know. And those are the things that they'll remember anyways. Usually it is the little things that they'll remember. Cut out their toast like a shamrock or something. It does not have to be over the top. Or if you don't want to do anything, stand firm in that. Don't do anything. You know what I mean? We as moms decide what we choose to do and not to do. This feeling of pressure is something we, without even realizing it, put on ourselves. Whether it's to measure up to what the kids in your kids' class experience or what those kids' moms are doing or what moms on social media are doing. Um, but I don't want anyone to feel measured up to anyone else. I surely don't want to feel measured up to anyone else. That is a feeling nobody likes and we have all felt. Um, usually that feeling creeps in without our permission and we don't even know it's going to happen until it's like, boom, smacks you in the face. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is not that we shouldn't feel that way or that it's wrong, but ultimately that the only person those feelings hurt is ourselves. So when they do inevitably creep up, we have the ability to pause and be intentional with our thoughts, to think through them and decide, you know what, I won't allow myself to compare myself with others. I won't allow it. 
when it happens, I'm going to shut it down. It's not going to, I'm, it might come up, but that doesn't mean you have to spiral down with it. I've made the choice that this is what we do for this or that. And part of that is being okay if your child ends up upset about it. We can face that when the time comes head on. And maybe that time won't even happen. Maybe your kids won't even notice. We can discuss how we do things and remind them that all families are different and that's okay. You know, there are also lessons to be had in times like this where, you know, you're making a choice ultimately and you stand by it. So there's something to be learned from it. We may not do everything the same way as the next person, um, but we have the choice to choose. Sometimes you may do things differently than all the other parents around you do altogether. Your kids will adapt and there are even like, there's a lesson to be had for your kids when you stand firm in your choices with a smile on your face. They can see that you're intentional with your actions and you can confidently stand by your choices. You can teach them that your love is not measured in gold coins or candy hearts. If you're a parent who truly enjoys doing those things, that's great too. You're doing it because you truly enjoy it. It does not pull away from your energy bank, but it fills your cup even more. Does that make sense? And I cannot stress enough that there is not one of those options, one of those types of moms that is better than the other at all. At all. You both love your babies. You both are out here doing everything you can to make their lives what they are. And sometimes that's good enough, you know. All right, y'all. I will be back Thursday with a more informational, less hot take of an episode on our adventures with Callie's severe eczema. Um. I feel like the information around that for parents of children who have severe eczema, it's not easy to come across. So I would love to share our adventures of that with you guys and talk about what we have kind of figured out along the way and what we're still trying to figure out because we are not there yet. So I will see you guys Thursday. If you like this episode, share it with a friend. Um, subscribe, leave us a review. And when I say us, I'm just talking about like me. So leave me a review and I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Hey mama.